Hey everyone, this is The Mixed Up Show and you're listening to Crystal. Today I'm going to talk about an article that I found and it's entitled, It Makes Me Feel Like an Animal. Mixed race student calls for dating apps to tackle racist attitudes among users after being called exotic and told she's pretty for an Asian girl. Let's go. March 21st of this year um, and yeah so basically basically the story is there's an 18 year old from Cambridge and she is just kind of tired she's just kind of tired of uh, apps being able to make her feel uh, inferior to people uh, for being mixed race and here's a quote. So it says, it really angers me when people call me exotic. It isn't really something you should call a human. It's what you'd call a place or an animal or a dish of food. And um, it doesn't say uh, at the top what her race is, but it's clear that she is uh, of mixed race. Oh, the article even posts, you know, messages from, from uh, dating apps. So this one guy from Bubble, she literally just labeled him guy from Bubble. It says, hey, my exotic girl, haha, wink face XX. Another message she got from the person she labeled, Tinder guy, said, hey, how are you doing? By the way, you're so pretty for an Asian girl. Heart, heart smiley face. Um... And yeah, I completely understand what this is, you know, going towards. It's, it's really strange when you're trying to meet people and you're just being who you are in the world. And that's one of the first things that uh, guys pick up on if you're, if you're a half girl. And um, it, it has, you know, like, especially if you're, you know, any, like you're Asian or any other uh, type of races. Uh, I feel like as an Asian person, I get this a lot too, of just like uh, much older people, you know, they still use the term oriental, like, oh, oriental girl. Um, I heard that, you know, my mom was called that a couple of times when, you know, even when she was younger. So there's just these like lingering terms, these really pejorative terms that you just don't call, you know, you don't call people these things. You don't do that. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that society says, uh, you know, that it's okay to objectify women, first of all, uh, on, on some level in, in, in culture. And then there's, and I also feel like, you know, there's certain groups that have, and I think there is strength in numbers, but there's a lot of people who talk about how you don't speak like that to X type of woman. You know, but I don't know if if there's just not enough people who talk about, you know, uh, the mixed race experience or if people are just really confused about what a mixed race experience even is because they're like, well, you know, America is a really big melting pot and stuff. But um, but I feel like the the mixed race experience is something that needs to be talked about more because there are a lot of things that just happen throughout the day that you, it's, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, so if I share a story from my life, uh, there, there were definitely times where, uh, I'm, 
with my boyfriend right now, but when I was single and I was uh, going on first dates with guys, it is one of the first things that they talk about. It's like, well, what are you? What is your mix? What is your race? Oh, you're half Korean and half, oh, half white. What kind of white? Oh, you're not sure. Uh, you know, it just, it just goes kind of on and on and like, you're not quite what I thought a, an Asian girl might look like or a white girl might look like. It's like, what the, and then what did you think? And we could just go on for like five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes about what they perceived and what I actually turned out to be. And, you know, first of all, like what a dull conversation to have with someone you just met. It's like, I'm so glad that I fit or didn't fit into your expectations uh, visually. Like, like, I don't know where to take that conversation from there. Um, and it's just such a, such a dull conversation. Like take that conversation anywhere else, like start from anywhere else. Just don't go there because I think girls are also aware that, you know, they're, they're potentially getting physically judged, uh, because it is, you know, a much more visual world, especially in the dating apps, you know, you start with a profile picture. So yes, there's also like, let me look presentable to the world. Then on top of that, to have to be dissected down that way and just feeling like a, like a frog in like bio class, you know, when, when there was like, let's just dissect this and name each part of this thing. It's like a, it's like a science fair project. It's, it's really, it's really not fun. So, you know, if you're a guy out there dating, uh, please avoid this if you want that really beautiful girl. It's not attractive to to anyone to you know to exoticize a person, and the person receiving it is not taking it as a compliment. Like half the time, they're just being really offended that like oh here's here's another original thing that someone has said to me you know and it's just not great. Um, on top of that, you know, she says and. I will use another quote that she says, because I thought this was really good. You know, I say I don't want to be called exotic. It's racist. Uh, sometimes they listen to me. It feels like I'm making a difference. Even if it's just to one person, I'm going to keep doing that. And I think it's great. I think she is, uh, you know, there should be more girls who uh, take her example and, and do something about it when they're faced with racism. Uh, even if, you know, the perception is that it's uh, it's like good racism. Is there even good racism? Uh, because a man is uh, paying a compliment and that's the first compliment that comes out of his mouth is, you know, something about being exotic. You call like a car exotic. You call, you know, you call like other things exotic, but you don't, you don't call a girl exotic because, you know, if I... If I think back to about a lot of girls that I knew in high school who, you know, uh, would stand next to, you know, like rice rockets and, um, you know, like want to, for whatever reason, be like an import car model, you know, like those girls in the tiny, tiny dresses standing next to cars, uh, they would tend to be called like exotic or exotic looking or whatever, because they're also next to these exotic cars. It's they're part of a certain kind of lifestyle. It's a very flat kind of thing. And when you do that to a girl, you essentially say, you're not a real person. You're just an object of either desire 
or or some sort of some sort of fantasy, but you're not actually taking that person as a person with thoughts and a brain and and rights and an opinion. So what if you if you end up getting, you know, dates with people who are okay with you calling them that, then they you know, they might just not have uh, told you that it's really, it really offends them and it really hurts them, or they might even not even be in that, their, that place in their own minds and hearts that like, oh, wow, this is a thing that, that bothers me. And, you know, I should probably say something about it, but I don't even know how to. There's some people who are too scared to say anything because these days, if you, you know, even say a little something to a guy, you know, they'll just be like, Either they're really nice and they're like, oh, sorry, I didn't, you know, that's not what I meant. But they'll keep going on about the analogy because they don't want to let up. Or they're like, oh, you have like an attitude about a compliment. Why can't you just take a compliment? Or a guy could say something else. And it's, you know, it's really rare to meet someone who's like, I didn't mean to offend you. Uh... Yeah, that would be like the best situation. Like, let's say you even tell a girl like, you seem exotic and, and the girl says back, hey, it's, you know, racist, like maybe, maybe not say that thing to me. You could immediately just turn the whole conversation around by just being upfront and being like, oh, I didn't know that. You know, first of all, don't be a dick about it. And then second of all, you know, as you take it back, you know, just acknowledge that you've learned something new and that you'll never call anybody that ever again. Uh, if you're listening to this, you should not test this by saying it to someone. You should just know, hey, probably shouldn't call someone exotic. Like, let's just stop doing that. And, um, and then from there, just, you know, talk about anything like, wow, you have a nice smile, like nice smile is something that can translate to a lot of people. And uh, that's not like racist or anything. That's just, it's still a visual thing, but you don't have to talk about how exotic they are because that's that's kind of subjective. That's, a, that's like a grouping of things. It's, that's an idea. It's a mental model. Um, it's not just like one feature. It's not like you have beautiful eyes you have beautiful blah. And also don't qualify it. Don't say, you have beautiful eyes for an Asian. You have a beautiful smile for a blah, blah, blah. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that even. You know, just say, you have a beautiful smile because then that person also feels like you're looking at me as a person as opposed to this, you know, general broad term that's really offensive. So, you know, Top five things if you're a guy that you could say to a girl, um, if you're just trying to open with conversation on a dating app, you have a beautiful smile. Like that's probably number one, you know? Number two, probably say something about like her profile. If she said something witty or smart, you know, say something about that. Like women like that, you know? Like if she made a joke that is topical, actually talk about that topic um, and and she will engage with you um, so that's number two talk about something she actually wrote uh, number three eyes so like any any feature that is like above the neck like eyes mouth 
hair, like whatever you want to say if you want to talk about a feature, but then but then stop there and then don't don't go past that line and say like oh for a for an Asian person for a, for a blah 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 person like don't don't do that don't do that just just don't do that. Uh, so yeah, I I think this eighteen year old is uh, whip smart. I think it's awesome that she came out and you know and and was in first of all was interviewed for something like this because it's really it's a really challenging topic to talk about. Uh, and so that she had these screenshots, it's hilarious. I'm I'm gonna try to post this somewhere, um, and, and that she <laughs> these screenshots are kind of amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard because we're, we're trying to be on dating apps to meet, you know, the people that we, you know, hope to have nice dates with and potentially conversations and hope that the world is not full of, you know, loneliness. You know, you're trying to get out there you're trying to meet the world of people and you're trying to meet, you know, your, hopefully your, your future core group of people or the one person if you're dating. And um, when things like this happen, it's just like, it's so frustrating because you're just like, I just want to, I just want this not to be a problem, but you know, as long as it is a problem and you know, racism doesn't go away overnight. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's a systemic problem. It's something that comes back and back and, and it morphs and it changes depending on what people uh, deem appropriate or inappropriate and oftentimes what people don't even talk about um, because of those things uh, there's articles like this that come out once in a blue moon that that give me like a little bright spot in my day so thank you to 18 year old Serena for coming out with your story and those screenshots um, and that's it so uh, if you see anything in the world like any articles like this that talk about uh, people who are struggling with uh, mixed race identity and, you know, are trying to be a force for good and trying to make a change about it, uh, please send it my way. Uh, my email is half half 1985 at gmail.com. Half half is just spelled out that way. H-A-L-F. Half half 1985 at gmail.com. And so I think that's the end. I hope you like this kind of format to mix it up a little bit. Um, and I will talk to you later. Bye.